Hi, everybody. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome to Unfiltered Legends. In each episode, John the Legend Boker talks to pool and spa people, professionals, service techs, pool owners about their experiences, the ups, the downs, the funny and the sad. Well, actually, they filter out the sad. We're here to entertain, but you might learn a few things along the way. In today's episode, the team meets Kathy Belcourt, retail manager of Aquatech Pools in Manitoba, Canada. Kathy has a passion for borates, educating consumers, and for full-figured legends. What happens in Canada? Well, you know the rest. Enjoy! I just don't know how I feel about, like, everybody having the guns. It's a dry gun, though, so that's... <laughs> Legend! Today, we're talking about providing exceptional pool chemistry education, porky pigging, and the Minnesota Vikings. Is this an episode of Dudley Do Right? It's just another episode of Unfiltered Legends. He lost all his money because he picked up a hitchhiker after Vietnam. I'm upstairs by myself in a closet. Just got more awkward. <laughs> the least popular podcast ever. <laughs> that is a rough start. I think we got Kathy on here. Hey there, fellas. Hey! Fellas and a lady. Fellas and lovely lady. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me uh, let me channel my inter- inner American. Hey, y'all. Oh, Jana. Oh, the very American. <laughs> Now we're speaking my language. (laughs) Well, Kathy, welcome to the show. Kind of describe yourself to us. My name is Kathy, and I work at Aquatech in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, where if you go to uh, North Dakota and go straight up for two hours, two and a half hours, that's me. Um, Minneapolis, we went to very often because my husband is a gigantic football fan, so the Vikes are our team. So Minnesota is kind of like a second home and that's fine. Um, And then we had the opportunity with the BioGuard conference to go to New Orleans. And I was lucky enough that my husband could come with me, who's not in the industry. He loved New Orleans. So we stayed an extra five days and dude wants to move. (laughs) Um, But we were there in January. So today here in Winnipeg, it's minus 35. And I told him, it's really not so bad. Um, But I said we should go visit in August, right? Like, to see what plus 70 feels like. Um, (laughs) I think I would love Texas as much as we loved um, Louisiana. I've tried to pick up a draw because I think it would make me sound more like a lady. But I am am not. But I, I want to. Jenna, so where are you in Texas? I'm about an hour west of Fort Worth. I'm way out in the country. Okay, okay, so that I know where it is. My dad was born and raised on a farm, so my uncles are like Canadian rednecks. You know what I'm picturing right now from that description of the town and this far uh, letter, Kenny? Have you heard about this show? <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so yeah, I live in Letter Kenny. <laughs> now, if the boys, the boys are not that attractive, though. Okay. <laughs> So, so, so just picture like the fat Leonard candies and, and those okay. are, those are my people. Those are my people. When May mentioned, you know, like maybe having me on the podcast, I was super flattered. Um, she said, you might want to talk about like some of the crazy Canadian things that go on. Just in the back of my head, I had that as I was driving to work this morning about like what crazy Canadian crap can I talk about? And I thought, you know, what's weird is we measure our temperature like in Celsius and you guys are in Fahrenheit, but I mean, we measure pools and feet. Really? Yeah. Right. If you use the word centimeters, we're bleeping that, though. So I'm just warning you. (laughs) 
All right, I'm recording again. Kathy, let's get a check from you. Check, check, check. All right, Johnny, I can hear you breathing, so there's a steady pulse of sound. (laughs) (laughs) I like heavy breathers. That's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a charmer, I'll tell you. Well, I I told you, I I want people to think I'm a lady and then get to know me and know the truth. I've been in the pool industry since 1994, but don't think that I'm an old lady by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I was a, a fetus when I started. Gross. You know, I, 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 <laughs> we start people young up here in Canada, right? Like, no, I'm, I'm an old lady. I've been in the business a super long time, but uh, I'm a spunky, gray-haired knowledge master. Oh, I like that description. Everything Thanks. but knowledge master is how John is described sometimes as well. <laughs> The spunkier, the better. So what is your role? I'm sorry. Can you say again the name of your company? Yeah, Aquatech. Aquatech. Like Aquatech. Well, like Aquatech. (laughs) Like Canadian, yeah. But we're not the big buying group. We're completely independent. Two co-owners in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Small local company that's grown exponentially in the last like 20 whatever years that I've been here. I've been lucky enough to be a vital part of it and uh, enjoy every single second. Enjoy the show. Stay on the know on all Legendary Pools and Spas tutorials, interviews, and articles by following Legendary Pools and Spas on Facebook at Legendary PLS. Have an idea for an episode or want to learn more about a topic? Shoot us a message. Click like and follow Legendary Pools and Spas on Facebook at Legendary PLS. So unlike a lot of people in the biz, I came in fresh. So I'm not like a daughter of or married to a fella or whatever. For me, it started off as a summer job doing water testing. Uh, I grew up with a pool, but had a friend who worked here the summer before. I was schlepping Chinese food, working like, oh. Well, when I was going to school, I was working probably 30 hours a week while going to university, which is our college. I I was sick of like dying for no money. And I had a friend who worked here and she said, hey, you should probably uh, interview at this place because it would sure be fun to have you. And uh, so it began. Did you leave college to to run off with a (laughs) pool store? Okay, (laughs) So, so like most people involved in your podcast, Um, And I think I'm starting to know more about the industry in general from being exposed to great content that you guys put out. I was going to go into the criminal justice uh, end of things. Like, what is it with people in the pool business being like wanting to be cops? I don't understand it. Like, I think you and I may have been separated at birth (laughs) right around the same time because uh, I started in 1989 in the pool business going to university to be a cop see there you go so i was i was going to university to go into forensic sciences i wanted to be a pathologist and then i was like no no there's too much freaking school like oh no i can't do this so then i wanted to get into correction but as you probably noticed from my voice i sound like minnie mouse on helium so i'm not really that authoritative (laughs) and this was a summer gig to pay for school i sell fun for a living and i loved it so much and rob and glenn the owners of aquatech are just so amazing 
to really understand that when I get bored, I am no good to anybody. So they just kept like throwing stuff at me like, well, hey, just figure out how to do this. Hey, just do this. And it turned into an amazing career that like, so when you say, what do I do? Well, what do you need done? Like I, I'm technically the, the retail showroom manager. Water testing and chemistry is my passion. I run the service department from a customer service perspective, and I try to herd the kittens that are service technicians. <laughs> Occasionally, it involves either me baking cookies or sometimes cleavage. Depends on the technician. <laughs> you guys were separated. John does the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can hardly wait to meet John. I want to see his cleavage. Think, uh... We can have a contest. <laughs> Save that clip. I'm working on it right now. I'm working on slimming down that cleavage a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I can do tricks though. If you can put tassels on them and go in two separate circles. <laughs> I think if you lose too much weight, they're going to be tassels on their own. <laughs> uh, All right, let's, uh, let's stop talking about legendary boobs. We're on to the next subject. <laughs> Jana? Is Jana there? I am here. I'm just taking it all in. So Jana, you were in the retail world. Mm -hmm. As a, a woman in the retail world, what are your advantages and disadvantages? Well, let me start. So I got into the pool business part-time to help pay for college. It was just kind of funny once, it's, it's one of those businesses once you're in it, yeah, you can't get out. But the advantages, and I don't mean to sound sexist, it's the female body and persuasiveness. <laughs> That sounded 100% sexist. I know, but but it's okay. I can say that I'm a female. Hashtag me too. People are, especially men, are willing to listen longer. They'll want to see you again, so they'll buy more and keep coming back. So, bottom line, sex sells. I never, no, I wouldn't sell that. No, you know what? I think it is. I think that a lot of gentlemen have really great mothers who have taught them to listen to the strong females in their life and pay them attention. And so our clients tend to be well brought up men who respect listening to women and therefore they let me say what I'm gonna say and then they just agree because they have good mamas. Or, or the results of my disagreeing with my mother was a beating. So uh, yes, I would say you're right. <laughs> we will whoop your ass if you don't buy our products. <laughs> I want to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I give you all trademarks. Are there any disadvantages? Do you have women who won't deal with you because you're a woman? I'm looking for any reason not to have an all-women staff. Absolutely. I bet you Jana is an attractive woman. I'm oh. not an attractive woman, so I'm not I'm, I'm not considered any kind of competition. I'm not intimidating to other females. So if you're a little chunky and you've got gray hair and a really good smile, women will tend to want to like you anyway because I'm not stereotypically attractive. So Jenna, that's great for you that you're a hottie. Again, Kathy, Kathy has just described me again. <laughs> uh, gray hair, a little chubby, and a great smile. <laughs> what is going on? With boobs. <laughs> Am I, I, I might have to check. I might be part woman. I didn't know this. He plays both sides. <laughs> I, I am actually in the closet right now. I am right? sitting in the closet yeah, doing this too. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Damn it, I missed that whole thing. I had to run downstairs and yell at a child. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what are you putting on a t-shirt? Aquatech, buy our stuff or I'll whip your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I've already been in touch with my, my inner woman, so uh, let's move on, please. Reza, you got another uh, question there. So, Kathy, you... And you've only been at the same, the one company, Correct. right? Correct. Yeah, my my entire career. And honestly, I think if I ever had to leave this place, either because they finally get sick of my bad attitude, or um, my passion for retail is broken, I would leave the industry completely, I think. Because if it wasn't for the amazing company I work for, the group of people that I have working for me and with me and the customers that I have, I don't think I could work in retail for as long as I have. Because retail will suck your soul dry. But there's something about pool and hot tub customers that fill your bucket as fast as you empty it. I, I don't think I could work in any other industry in retail without getting arrested. And we'll touch on this in a little bit because you're into educating the customer about water chemistry. Yeah, how did you know that? Everyone. The industry yeah, knows oh, it. You're so sweet. We've listened to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we know we're the third podcast you've been on and you're just slumming it with us because it's a Friday. Well, nobody asked you. You didn't ask me before. I'm super honored to be here. You have no idea. You guys are amazing. Like in the wintertime in Canada, all the pools are closed. So I have hot tub customers, of course, but we are significantly slower. And so I use the winter to get back my mojo, essentially. And to do that, I need inspirational podcasts um, from other industry professionals to help you know, keep that spark alive or keep them a splash on. And you guys are an amazing part of that. You have no idea. Well, we try. We try. We weren't fishing for compliments with that. <laughs> I'm Canadian. It's what we do. <laughs> what I was ask, what I was going to ask was, what was your interest or proficiency in chemistry in well, high school? So in high school, I loved doing the experiments, but I hated doing the math. So then I was in university for forensic sciences. And again, same kind of thing, like ask me to cut apart a frog or a piglet or even a person and I'm, I'm down. Like <laughs> I still have my dissection kit in my kitchen from like oh. 30 years ago for fear of my husband getting a sliver at work. And I'm like, oh baby, bring me that finger. <laughs> I, I love the chemistry part of it. I love the actual science, but I didn't like the mathematics involved. And so when I started doing this as a summer job and I could take my expensive university education and put it into action every day, it, it got super cool. And then little kids would come in and at the time we, we, did, we had a titration lab as part of our water testing. I would like get a, a pail of alkalinity and pop a kid up there and I would have them help me titrate, right? Like calcium hardness from pink to purple. And I, I drove a purple truck at the time. So little kids were like, oh, wow, like it's the color of your truck. So I would have science experiments, hundreds of them a day, with really cool people engaging them in science, and that got me excited. Well, once you've like slapped a kid on a counter and helped them do math to count quat, um, how are their parents going to say, no, I'm not going to buy that $500 worth of stuff from you? No, because you can't balance that equation unless you have that bucket over there, and it's $69.95 right? out the door. Exactly. No, that's magic. That's fantastic. I was super lucky that I got to put like the chemistry part of stuff and, and my expensive education to work and build credibility because like, I don't know, I'm sure Jana can speak to this probably as, as much as I can. It's really difficult to be a 19 year old girl in an industry surrounded by men, talking to men in their 40s to 60s, trying to be an authority and have them spend 
XYZ dollars in a transaction when you're putting your foot at the beginning of the industry and get them to believe you. So throw on a lab coat, make your kids love me and talk about how I'm going to school in sciences. And then all of a sudden you have credibility. Yeah, it's funny that you experience both ends of that spectrum of taking advantage of being a woman and having to deal with being a woman in a man's industry at the same exact time. Right, it's uh, it's, it's kind of our nature um, as 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 young ladies. I oh, think. you're preaching to the choir now. <laughs> but it really is like to to survive in um, any kind of male-dominated industry, you have to. It's almost like a psychological thing. And I think I, I do it subconsciously. So when I met my husband, he was the only man, boy at the time, who had ever told me no and called me on my crap. Like said, don't try to manipulate me. Just tell me what you want me to do. And I found that incredibly sexy because all other men, I could kind of accidentally manipulate them into getting my own way. And as soon as I got my own way, I was bored. You learn to treat people in a way that you'll be able to get your own way almost out of survival. It's not like, you know, our, my life has been hard. It's just, I like getting my own way. And so you learn very young how to treat people in a specific way, get them to listen to you and see your point of view. Jenna, what do you think? I feel like we had to be even more knowledgeable than other men to be taken seriously. Like we had to know our stuff. Like when I sold pool liners, that was ridiculous. Like I would show up in my little purple truck being 24 years old. They have they have never seen a vagina in their yard in a pool capacity and all of them wanted to die. I had to be smarter, more efficient, have a better presentation. Like I'm lucky that a couple of the people that I would compete against in the industry at the time would just write a quote on the inside of a cigarette package. So it wasn't hard to take it to another level. You had to be so much better than everybody else just to be taken seriously. But that helped me become the person I am and be in the industry for as long as I've been. Stain Drop All-Purpose XPH is the ultimate stain preventative formula. Each quart of XPH equals 30,000 gallons of pool stain prevention. Want more? Add one quart to prevent plaster dust during startup or to accelerate stain removal. Visit PoolStainDrop.com to learn more. Is somebody drinking a cocktail? I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> I uh, I'm just sitting here. Next thing you know, my headphones went out. I went, well, that's weird. I couldn't hear. I couldn't talk. I'm back. Well, I found out that uh, you are the female version of me reincarnated. I didn't know that. <laughs> I feel so connected. I, I'm so happy to have like a male doppelganger. Is that a compliment or not? I don't know. It's like an appendix, <laughs> but different. I had one of those things once, and that uh, I had it cut off. You had I your doppelganger removed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Kathy, you seem like the kind of person that would just go through a quarantine super easy. Don't need to talk to anyone, just on your own. How was 2020 for you? I bet your husband had a great oh, time. So Oh yeah. Oh, oh, he was he was super happy to have all of this all day long. <laughs> Luckily, um, we are fairly well set up to do a lot of remote-ish kind of things in our customer care. So I was still very engaged in figuring out what we were going to do strategically for the business. Could we even have service technicians opening pools? What was going to what what was the future going to hold? So I was still working a fair amount. Plus, being busy in the summer 
my sweet husband is a super independent fella and enjoys our like eight months uh, of you know just conjugal visits and never really seeing me other than that. <laughs> like in the winter, I cook, I clean, I bake. I'm like super crazy domestic, and then he won't see me for three quarters of a year. It was weird being home, but I was still completely disengaged. <laughs> but my my bread game is strong. You know, I, I did get into the whole like you know yeasting it up. But uh, how did you guys all do? I ate a lot of bread and I gained 35 pounds. <laughs> so let's go on to the next topic. John's yeast game is good. No, I did bake bread a couple times. I got out that, you know, we all have that bread machine that we don't know exactly who <laughs> gifted it to us. Oh, yeah. I got that out and I baked bread several times. I'm like, look, this is cheaper. And then I realized it is not cheaper, <laughs> but it is so much better. But yeah, I learned I learned how to use the Traeger. I can smoke a brisket like no other. But please don't eat beef. Don't eat ever? <laughs> ever. Please just stop eating beef. This industry will die down. I don't have to deal with cows. That's my end game. So what what's what's the problem with the cows? Oh, come down and work them with us, please. <gasps> so you're a rancher? By not by choice. Yes, I do. So Janet does ranching? She has a domestic <laughs> obligation to ranch. Yes, we've got cattle. I live out on a ranch out in the country. The stereotypical Texas life, I live that. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. It can be fun unless it's cold outside. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and I get really grumpy if it snows. You know, I grew up on a farm myself and it is all fun and games. And then humanity comes at you pretty fast. <laughs> Tell the story about the dog about patches no it was sneakers sneakers <laughs> i grew up on a farm and my dad was older when he had us so he grew up in the depression my mom was a immigrant a ukrainian immigrant by way of post-world war ii poland so they both had a tough life there was no excuses my mom was kind of no nonsense so she worked second shift and i remember i came home junior year of high school and i walk in the door and there's a note sneakers dead buried behind the barn chicken in the oven That's awful. <laughs> there's no funeral. There's no box. There's no, there's no nothing. That's... We're a lot more compassionate than that. I was, I guess I was lucky it wasn't sneakers in the oven. <laughs> so what is it that makes your company, you've obviously been there a quarter century Oh, God, I'm old. We're all getting old, except for Jana. What makes you guys better than your competition? Well, I'm very lucky that I get to help with our differentiating factors. So I have a bit of a vested interest in it. Um, so number one, I think our real goal is, as you mentioned before, super education-based. I don't want anybody to buy anything because Kathy said so, although it really helps. I want to give them the right advice the first time and let them make the decision themselves. I don't want to say we're long game patient because I'm a super impatient person, but I do think that being really focused on education lets us have super fans and build trust in a relationship that will help us weather any kind of storm, including COVID. Because where else are they going to go? Nobody else wants to teach you crap. What are some of the mistakes, the classic mistakes that you see from a homeowner that you would want to tell them day one? Uh, Google only applies to the person who wrote it. 
And don't get me wrong, my blog posts are pretty amazing, so there's some stuff on the internet that's actually legit. But that only applies to people here in Manitoba. It might not apply, you know, to the Upper Peninsula. It probably isn't going to apply to Texas. So everything that we have is from our personal perspective. So when you Google something, it doesn't mean that God said that's true. It means that Google algorithms said it's true. Other than that, it's really like just find a person, you know, like we all have that person in our life that we trust about like the butcher that gets us the right kind of meat or the the doctor that gives us the the, the good drugs so find a find a person that you can develop a relationship and trust i think that's my my number one thing when the pandemic and the quarantine hits did you guys also see that kind of spike in pool sales at the same time Oh gosh, yes, we are so lucky. We are so, so lucky in terms of being blessed. I think I have horseshoes up my hiney. Well, I think we all do. I know right? I do. One um, time in college, <laughs> and it was a long time ago. <laughs> I heard it was twice. We come in pairs. <laughs> well, none of us knew what was going to happen, right? Like, a lot of people are losing their jobs. Recessions can hit. What's the first place that's going to go? It's going to be disposable income. Nobody's going to buy a pool. Nobody's going to buy a hot tub. Um, little did we know that with quarantine happening, how much people really hate their children or love them. <laughs> yes, we had a huge, huge uptake in business. The real challenge is going to be in the next one year, five years, 10 years, how to keep those new people secured to us with the volume that there is, with there being supply chain challenges in Tricor, like what kind of amazing technologies can we educate people about so that they will continue to be secured to us for the next undetermined amount of time. What's your strategy going into this season to kind of solve that puzzle? Okay, Legend, are you sitting? Yes, I am. Boreats, 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 baby! Have you ever talked about some product and then five seconds later, you hear a commercial for the exact same item? If so, reach for borates. Borates, like those in Proteam Supreme. They help keep water balanced so your sanitizer works better. They work with all sanitizers and they're the perfect complement to salt chlorine pools. Ask your supplier about Proteam Supreme or Proteam Supreme Plus. Visit ProTeamPoolCare.com to learn more. We've been huge Borate people. Nice. I like it. We're very active partners with BioGuard and Backyard Brands. Optimizer? Yeah, when Optimizer first came out and it came in a huge bucket yep. and you had to neutralize the pH. So the, the day that they gave us little trial pouches of that stuff and said, go home, put it in your bathtub, I got hooked on that crap. So we've been huge fans of Borate. We don't talk about it as much or as passionately as we do some of the new blended clarifiers and enzymes and those sorts of things. Like Justin Timberlake brought Sexy back. We are bringing the big Borates back, baby. Oh yeah. Because it just does so many good things. Like it does everything. You pick a thing you don't like about your pool and it will yeah. fix it. I threw my wife in once and it didn't <laughs> fix that. But didn't it make her skin softer and silkier so she was happier? <laughs> so Borates fix hangovers. Did you know that? Long story short, we turned the outdoor pool up to 104 degrees. We had a, a killer staff party. It was amazing. <laughs> so the store opened at 11 a.m. and I got my tuchus home at probably 8, 39 o'clock that morning. When I woke up in the morning, which was like two hours later, I looked fresh as a freaking daisy <laughs> because 
borates kept my hair so silky, my skin so soft, and it prevented red eyes not just from swimming, but from drinking. So, yeah, borates fix hangovers. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do a clinical study on this to really get to the bottom of it. So when you had all this time off for quarantine, did you think about firing the uh, Ask the Doc YouTube series back oh, up? Oh, oh, don't light that on fire. <laughs> I, wait, so I like the premise. Of, I like the premise of Ask Doc. I like the premise of it, right? Like it was early attempts at education. And um, I don't know. What did you guys think of Ask Doc? Be brutal. I won't cry, I promise. I don't know if everyone saw it or knew about it, quite frankly, but... It is a <laughs> video series where you are wearing a lab coat explaining chemicals and processes. And I, it, it, I, it is similar to some other videos we've seen where that attempt is also made. I have a face for radio. Oh, come on. And you, you're not. <laughs> you've seen John, right? So. Oh, I know. Sexy as all get out. Yeah. Again, that... that's a Canadian viewpoint. So uh, once you cross the border. <laughs> so, so he's a Canadian 10. He's a Canadian. We used to have an expression called Canadian cute back in the day. But. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yeah, snow So he blindness. might be a Michigan I, 7, but he's a. <laughs> oh, don't, don't. I like it. I like it. So you're starting your customers off on a little, do you have a name for your program? We're trying to talk a lot about um, using less chlorine in general. Our customers love to buy something in a box. They, they love anything in a kit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the box. Um, is that so a bad pit? With was our that bio <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was my very lame. Uh, seven Brad Pitt impression. But the unboxing experience does not have to be that traumatic. So with our BioGuard program, they have a smart pack that has, you know, chlorine sticks, shock, um, algae prevention, and we bundle it with borates. So we sell it as a system and we call it Mineral Plus, the mineral pool, because you're using the mineral borates to soften your water and make it silky. So you can have the look and feel of a saltwater pool without the pain in the hiney that some saltwater pools can be and the extra expense of adding a salt generator. Well, and you know as well as I do, where a lot of retailers miss the boat is they don't understand program selling. And program selling works. Yeah. It works. It really does. When the customer just has to know on Monday I put this in, on Tuesday I do that, Wednesday I do this, I get my water tested here, it's done. The pools always look good because they just stick to the program. Right. And especially if you only ask them to do one thing once a week. Yeah. It's like, come on. Who can't do one thing once a week? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> This turned into something else. <laughs> so being Canadian, I'll say I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. What are you talking about? I thought that was going to go somewhere way different there for a second. <laughs> That's only in Ontario. Only in Ontario do they say a boot. Well, Kathy, it was an absolute pleasure. Can't wait to talk to you again. Uh, we're super excited to come up to your store and get a little education about borates. I can hardly wait to um, 
travel to the Upper Peninsula and go a little further past Minneapolis to actually put faces to the voices in, in IRL, as the kids say. Thanks so much for having me. You're going to have to go seven hours further south because we're in the Lower Peninsula. Are you in the Lower Peninsula? Why did they think you were UP? <laughs> no one is. There's six people in the UP. I can give you their names. Yes. <laughs> Thank you again. It was a real pleasure. Bye, Kathy. So there's a podcast in Morton, Illinois, that I am hooked on their pastor. So I will listen to him about it. And, and it's weird. Like, I'm not a big religious podcast person, but I'm hooked on Morton, Illinois' churchy podcast. <laughs> we have some people that follow John religiously, but they're all going to hell. <laughs>